0: of Ramsey Solutions. This is The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. I am Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour with my great friend and Ramsey personality, Jade Warshaw. And we are, again, answering your questions about your life, your money, your relationships, your career, anything and everything. Give us a call at 888-825-5225. All right, we're going to go to Vancouver with Giuliano. Juliano, what a great name. Welcome to the show. How can we help?
1: Hi there. Thank you so much for having me on. Long time listener, first time caller. Um, I had a question. So um, we're actually moving to Indiana in about six months. We're just waiting for my immigration papers to oh. go through. I had the pleasure of marrying an American. Okay, okay. Um, so great.
0: Well, welcome to America. Juliano. <laughs> <you> <laughs> okay, so uh so you guys are getting married, you're moving down to Indiana.
1: Yeah. And uh our question, so we have a townhouse in Vancouver and um the market here has just been crazy. We've done very well just by owning. So we're looking to enter the US with approximately three hundred thousand US and um I'm looking to try and purchase a house that's under that limit in order to be mortgage free. We're both twenty-nine. Wow. Uh, whereas, wheres whereas, my wife's pushing a little bit to maybe have a little bit nicer of a kitchen or a slightly bigger property and kind of go more up to the three hundred fifty, four hundred range and have a small mortgage. Sure. Huh? Um, my my big concern there, obviously, I I value the the advice you guys give is to try to be mortgage free. Um, but I'm about five months into starting my own business, and uh, the idea of being mortgage free gives me peace of mind knowing that I don't have to maintain such high monthly debts. So, how do I talk to my wife and I guess compromise or get her to see my, my view.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting. How much How much are you guys going to be bringing in a year? Do you know? Uh,
1: I, I have an opportunity to work for a bank in the U S which would bring in about a hundred thousand, but I'm currently trying to pursue my own business, which, uh, I, I'm trying to make the same amount, but it's, it's only been about four months. Okay. What are
2: you making? Sorry. What are, are you making anything from your own business?
1: Not yet, no. Um, but our product goes live in about a month or so.
0: Okay, that's great. And what's your wife make?
1: Uh, my wife's a stay-at-home mom. We have three okay. lovely children.
0: Okay, so great. Um, have you guys look? Have you looked to see what I'm sure you have? Kind of what the market is for around under that three hundred thousand dollar mark
1: yeah like in in my own opinion i'm I believe I can compromise a little bit more and for around two fifty it, it the home size meets all of our family needs. It's really, I guess just the trimmings and slightly bigger size of properties what my wife's wanting for the the
2: family what does two fifty get you be specific
1: uh a, a four bedroom three bathroom two thousand square foot home on okay. maybe a four thousand square foot lot
2: okay and how old like how like fairly old or mm-hmm. Fifteen
1: to twenty years old.
2: Okay. Okay. Um Oh man. I, I don't think I don't <laughs> think either of you are wrong. I was gonna Let say me start I with can that. understand where your
0: wife is coming from. I can And where, where I, well, like- the
2: the reason I understand where she's coming from is because you could afford you can afford easily to do that. Yes, like if you yes. have three hundred thousand dollars in cash, taking on a fifty or a hundred thousand dollar mortgage is mm-hmm. you'll be just fine. Yes. And yeah. I honestly think that it could be. This is a, I'm gonna do a little bit of girl math here. I honestly think it could be a little worth it because if it's a newer, nicer property, there may be less spent in repairs when you first get in. So it's like, do you wanna pay for less headache up front? Or do you want to pay less? And when you come in, it's like, all right, we got to switch the carpet. All right, we got to do something yeah. about this weird tile in the we're bathroom. Gonna, we're going to
0: want to replace the kitchen cabinets in yeah. two years. We're going to we're gonna want to do all these things when it could be more done on the front end with a very small mortgage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm voting. Can
2: I place my vote? Can I put my ballot in? Absolutely.
3: I, yes, I, yes. I think
0: I'm
2: voting team wife. <laughs> okay. This is only because, well, let me, before I vote team wife, do you have any other debt?
1: Uh no other debt, no.
2: Do you have any money saved
1: besides uh, the three hundred k We have twenty five thousand saved. It's not earmarked okay. for retirement or education, it's just general just savings sa- Yeah, and, just
0: emergency sorry, Let's call it emergency I, this, fund. They're
1: actually Yes. And and there is a little bit of debt actually. Um it's just the debt that I'm accruing from starting my business. What's that? But we're looking to uh currently about forty thousand. Oh, that's not a um, little bit. No, so the, the money we're entering with the US at 300, I've factored in that we're going to be paying this debt down as well.
2: Well, what I would do is I take some of that, I take 40,000 of the 300k and pay it off completely. Because if you want to talk Ooh. about going into your new business, whenever that is, it sounds like you're trying to build that bridge now, that for me would provide more stress having debt on the business would give me more stress than having $50,000 on a home. Because with your home, yeah. at least it's a forced savings account. Every time you make a payment, more goes into the equity, right? And more goes onto that principle. But with this debt yeah. hanging around, I'm sure there's an interest rate attached. Plus, there's just the stress of, oh my gosh, I've got to make this thing successful. Because if not, we're left with this price tag. And working from that place of debt is never what I would recommend. You're going to make completely different decisions, right. Do You see what I'm saying? like that is going to affect how you run your business more than you could possibly imagine. And, comma, right. I want to make sure that you're not continuing to add debt as you start this business.
1: Right. I, I hear you. So, so to summarize, you're saying, pay down the accrued debt and then pay transfer off that essentially over, pay pay off, and yes. transfer the debt over to a small mortgage that is manageable monthly.
2: I'm saying take the 300,000, pay off 40, so now you're left with 260. And then now this does change a little bit what size home you get. So I can't I wouldn't necessarily
0: it's not swapping debt for debt. It's not Necessary, swapping debt from debt. But it is using, yes, that cash that you have from the sale of your home in Canada mm-hmm. to help pay off the business debt. And then, I think because of that choice, yeah, there's you're taking on what we had said earlier anywhere from fifty to one hundred thousand may go down to fifty. Maybe yeah, now you max exactly. out a fifty thousand yeah. dollars mortgage. and that's what we're going to do. And I think that is going to that's going to give you a totally different mindset. Mm-hmm. um and, and yeah, on the on the business side, I mean, I think Jade is right. we We talked to so many small business owners. Through entree leadership, a department here at ReMC Solutions and help walk with them. And one of the phrases, and again, we're pretty countercultural. I mean, even talking about taking on yeah. a small, you know, <laughs> we understand all that, yeah. but but moving at the speed of cash, it it changes it changes who you are. It changes how you go home at night. It changes your sleep. It changes the anxiety that you feel towards a small business When there's not that risk yeah. there You're going to move slower It's not as fun and as exciting And people, what we find, especially with entrepreneurs They have so many ideas And yeah. a lot of them are great And hopefully they all work But sometimes they get stuck with a bill With something that didn't work And they're having to pay for it for years to come mm-hmm. So just be thoughtful on that So yeah, we're, we're like half team wife I'd go half that, yeah. that year 50, mark 50,000 maybe 50,000 on a mortgage And you guys can pay it off quickly And get a better home uh, that you're not going to keep up with as much, I and mean, that's okay. great. Well, thanks so much for calling in. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable. Christian Healthcare Ministries (CHM) allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one: choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I am Rachel Cruz hosting this hour with Ramsey personality Jade Warshaw. And what's fun about being here at the Ramsey Solutions headquarters is all the Ramsey personalities work here. You know, we're in and out of meetings. We see each other in the hall. And we um, were talking about a video that we saw recently, which we'll, we will show you guys here in a second. But the perfect person to talk about this was walking by, Ken Coleman.
4: Yeah, I got the bat signal. It's it very was, exciting. Ken, come
0: here yeah. and join us for this segment because there was a video that was published was it was it Bloomberg that maybe, maybe business insider do you guys know
2: I mean it was just everywhere it was, everywhere. Really okay. yeah. was, it, was Viral. A, it
0: was a TikTok video of a young girl um we're gonna say Gen Z mm-hmm. and yeah and she was struggling with the reality of what working full-time meant Uh-oh. and how it felt nine to five nine to five the exhaustion so let's go ahead and
5: uh, play play that video Sweet girl. I know I'm probably just being so dramatic and annoying. But this is my first job, like my first nine to five job after college. And I'm in person and I'm commuting in the city and it takes me forever to get there. There's no way I'm going to be able to afford living in the city right now. So that's off the table. Like if I was able to walk to work and it'd be fine, but I'm not. So it literally takes me like I leave here, like I get on the train at 730 and I don't get home till like 615 earliest. And then like, I don't have time to do anything. I don't, I want to shower eat my dinner, and go to sleep. I don't have time or energy to cook by dinner either. Like, I don't have energy to work out. Like, that's out the window. Like, I'm so upset. Oh, my God. Nothing to do with my job at all. But just, like, the 9 to 5 schedule in general is crazy. Being in the office 9 to 5, like, if it was remote, you get off at 5 and you're home and everything's fine. But, like, I'm not home. It takes me long to get home and, like, like people that drive to the office, like it doesn't, you don't get off at five and I know it could be worse. I know I could be working longer, but like I literally get off. It's pitch black. Like I don't have energy. How do you have friends? Like, how do you have time to like meet like a guy? I don't know. Like, how do you have time for like dating? Like, I don't have time for anything. And I'm like so stressed out. I just want to oh hug her. Okay. Hug
4: first things her. first. She gets home around six fifteen. And all she has time for is eating and showering. I want to know how long of a shower she's taking. <laughs> Does she have That's kids? That's a long shower. The, I'm oh
6: like, Jake, where, do you oh have Jake. kids? No,
4: she has no concept of time. I don't no. have time to work out, to see boys. <laughs> What's 6.15, boys. what are you doing? Wait, though.
2: Wait, though, Ken, because I kind of, there were parts of me that kind of felt what she was saying a little bit. What part? Because I've always worked from home. I've always run business from home, which means like you get the... You have the ability to tweak your schedule very easily. You don't have to ask anybody. If I say, I'm going to start my day at 9 a.m. Or if Tuesday I go, I got to take my daughter to daycare. I'm going to start my day at 10 a.m. And then I'm going to come back at 9 p.m. And f- make up that hour. I can do that. But when you when you have a 9 to 5 job, it's like, no, you're here from 9 to 5. That is your block. So it is a lot less freedom in that way. And when I took this job, it was my first 9 to 5. I I felt this shell shock. Like I was like, oh, wow. This is a big block of time. I've always blocked my time in smaller chunks. You're very
4: sweet. That you, What you're saying is not the same as what she's saying. It's not the she's same, saying but I kind of When she gets it. home at 6.15, all she has time for <laughs> is a shower she and maybe t- a quick microwave meal. what she's really saying is She can't even shook. boil noodles. She's, she's tired. She's
2: by the, the schedule What she's
4: really saying is she's weak. No! No, no this is a weak-minded young girl.
2: <laughs> no, Kim Coleman! <laughs> No, think she's about it. struggling. Ken, okay, she said, stop, I like my stop, job, stop. Okay. but
4: if I lived in the city and I could walk there, I'd be fine. The whole meltdown was <laughs> about her time from 6.15 until bedtime. I'm telling you. And she didn't account for the four hours. Thus, this is a young girl who's very kind and sweet. But if you're sweet. used to more hours. This is a meltdown on TikTok. It is a meltdown.
2: But if you nothing. are used to more hours in your day that you can spend... The way you okay but, I, but she it, it does feel like this is
0: her first job though it's, a, it's her first job she yeah. is reacting She's, to
2: like oh my gosh i just this can't is, like this is adulthood world.
0: this is adulthood yeah.
4: thank you I, and, It's adult. but
0: let me say this i remember i remember waking up probably like four months into work after college okay coming here and thinking like oh my gosh like this is my this is my life this is my life for the next 40 years or however long like every point up until then there's a transition right yeah. elementary school to middle school to right. high school there's something new and and you wake up in this like daunting adult brain where you think this is okay this is my life forever and i remember getting home watching wheel of fortune at 6 30 and at seven o'clock i was tired no i wasn't on tiktok crying. <laughs> like i knew like i have bills to pay like we have to work we're adults here but I do think it is. I get. You're that. Tired. I, I think so too. You're tired. Please I, tell me you're tired. You get ti- you're 100%. tired. You're tired. Percent.
4: Last night, my two teenage boys were out of the house with friends. Josie, our, our youngest, had a, a friend upstairs. I was in the living room watching the football game and completely snoring to- <laughs> in between, like wake. So I get it. That's not what this video is about. Uh, but I do. This think- video is. Hold on a second. You guys think I'm so mean? I'm not. You're being, no, you're being curmudgeon-y. The curmudgeon. Cur- cur- since when? Did having common sense make you a curmudgeon? Well, then does, guilty as charged because this gal is freaking out over the amount of time she has between getting home from work and going to bed. But I she know. may be. That's also, what this is about. She yeah. is
2: freaking out, but she also could be learning something about how she's she could be. I'm not saying she is. She could be learning something about how she's what she's bent towards. Cause I do think some people are more bent towards I can go to a nine to five job, I can punch my clock, I can be there from Whatever, eight to four, nine to five, whatever, and it doesn't bother me, and I get used to it. Great, fine. And then other people are like, "I need to work for myself. I need to be able to set my schedule. Then she should I need do to that. be able to start and stop." She could be like, "Oh my gosh, if this is the world, like I can't do it." She could be doing that. All right, let I'm me take another, well, I I take
4: another. take another question. angle. No, but
0: but but even Jade, let me say this, not against this girl.
4: I'm ready for another angle. But
0: okay, but but I'm just saying, if you had to and didn't have a choice. You got to work. Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily probably be melting down.
4: Here's she, an idea. You're
0: saying if she, if she had no other options, and this is what she had to do, you, you, there's a gum, like you, you would have to find that inner strength. She say, doesn't right, have another gotta option. Like until, you got to work. Yeah, that's right. Right, that's right, that's yeah right. You got to work.
4: Hey, let me let me take another tack. Okay. okay. All right, let me just not be a curmudgeon for a second. All right, let me let me put on. The, I think
0: most of America is probably agreeing with you. Of course, we're they playing are, devil's advocate. One hundred they almost
4: always do. But anyway, here's the thing. Let me take the caring dad hat for a moment.
0: Okay, take the caring right. dad.
4: I understand, sweetheart. This is a real shock to your system. All the things that sister Jade and sister Rachel said—they love you. though you are older sister
2: sisters. or sister.
4: You would be sister <laughs> with a U H or an A only. I get it. Here's the point. If you're struggling like this, call your friend. Uh, Listen to a Taylor Swift song. Stop. Uh, talk to mom Stop and dad. Yet. Don't go on TikTok and melt down. Stop true with that. Me. She I'm going to share every of not because let me tell you something. I got some crazy thoughts in my head. I don't want anybody to know. I sure <laughs> as H E double hockey stick. I'm not going on TikTok <laughs> going. I'm wildly insecure and I'm anxious uh, uh, and I'm melting down. Well, let me just tell you, I what, edited some things out friend. that were even more personal. So Wait, that's what? The, I edited some things out that were even more personal. Oh, so wow. that was the edited version.
2: Uh, that's right. You did. I have seen, and I know. Yes. We, so he did. what I'm
4: saying is, as the dad, can we yes. stop sharing our souls on TikTok? Now that
2: can is very good. We very agree good. With that. We all deserve we
4: a chance to melt down. Yes. But for yes. God's sake, do it in private. With, your,
2: with a friend.
4: <laughs> with somebody safe. Get with I, Jesus. I, I yes. Do. Now we're talking about this poor girl on a huge show, and I don't. Mean, I, I, I don't. I don't I mean her any ill will at all. Because no. I'd actually go. Oh, I want to give you a hug. I get it. Life is hard. This does suck. Yeah. Either move into the city later yeah. when you can afford yes. it, or let's get a job where we don't have to commute because commuting yeah, is a real sucks. stress. Yeah. I, I don't want to, in any way, minimize the commute. But, you know, look, you get home at 6 15, maybe you don't take a three hour shower. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, or maybe you
2: work out at five. Maybe at eat five. on the train.
4: Yeah. Maybe get up at 5 30, work out. I, I don't know. Lots There's of things a way we to can do, do it. Do. There's a know.
0: way to do it. And I will say this. It's a cry After for After having help. multiple children sitting here, all of us, yes. we probably can adjust more. Yeah. By That's the way, right. I'm She's not kidding. It, makes you, it yeah. makes you adjust. They yeah. don't
4: know tired. No. Having multiple kids is tired to the bone. Can I get an amen? Amen. Oh, there it is.
0: Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is The Ramsey Show.
4: Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is, your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's Pro-Life, Pro-Family Filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns,
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I am Ramsey Personality Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour with Ramsey Personality Jade Warshaw. And we brought our other fellow Ramsey Personality Ken Coleman by.
4: big bro stopped in yes (laughs) walking through the halls nothing to do
0: we waved him in because we had a reaction video last segment (laughs) and we just love ken and we said "You will keep him why don't you stay one more segment so fun and help answer a few of these calls coming in so let's go to kyle in macon georgia hey kyle welcome to the show
7: hey rachel hey jay hey ken thanks so much for taking the call today
0: absolutely how can we help
7: so uh just a, I guess a little backstory. My my wife's a teacher. Um we live in one county and she teaches in another. Um we're currently uh new to the the whole uh thing, but we're all in, we've signed up for our Plus, we've got every dollar premium, we've got everything awesome. set up, wow. we're starting our budget. Um so we're 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 going hard. Um wow. but uh we're we're kind of future thinking and so we're considering whether to uh, when we get to Baby Step 4, pay off our current house completely uh, as we're kind of working through the 4, 5, and 6, or just pay off enough as a down payment for a new house in the county where she teaches. Now, the reason behind it is because it's going to cost us about $2,500 a year per child to send them across county lines to the school where she teaches at. Um, so we're kind of trying to figure out what's what's the, the best option to be more financially prudent for our family's future.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's a great, it's a great question. So your wife, she's teaching at the county over. And so you're just, I want to clarify, make sure I got the question correct that you guys are trying to decide, okay, once we get to baby steps four five and six, should we just go ahead and move or pay off our house in full in the county that you're in?
7: Correct. Yeah. So we want to yeah determine whether we want to pay off here before moving or you just pay off enough to move um, to where we can move into a house with all the prerequisite 20, 20- down yeah 15 year fixed and all that
4: quick question what's the benefit of moving the kids to the new school district just to be in the same school as mom or is it a better school district
7: uh it's a better school district so we're kind of on the outskirts of the the town so winter robins is the greater area and houston county is the county that it's in mm-hmm. uh, but we're, we're literally like a mile from the border of houston county so but we're, we just happen to not be a part of it
2: i probably would then I'd once you get to baby steps 4, 5 and 6, I'd continue to pay extra towards the mortgage just like you normally would because it's still a forced savings account. And when you get ready to move and you sell your home and you receive that equity, that would be your down payment on your next home. That's probably what I would do. Yeah, how if, much
0: oh, okay. Sorry, how much debt do you do you guys have to pay off?
7: Um so we're at about 130,000 and uh, we make 150 a year.
0: Okay. So how have you guys mapped out the timeline on when you think you'll have it paid off?
7: Yeah, so we're, we're currently looking at May of 2026. Um, I'm actually about to start a uh, side hustle with a friend of mine doing web development and software development. Oh, good for you. Um, and, and hopes to kind of make some extra money to help get this done quicker. Okay,
0: but that has the kids in that school for two more years. Do you guys want to move sooner than that?
7: Well, so they're not in school yet, so our oh, youngest our okay. or, or only child currently is about to be two and then we have one on the way who's doing that. Oh, okay.
0: okay. So you guys have yeah. some time. Okay, that's great. That's yeah, that's yeah. good. So we
7: have yeah, we have the, uh Daniel, our younger our only child right now, will not even start for at least three years. So by the time we even get to where he's starting school, we won't uh we will be done out of out of consumer cool. debt. Gotcha. Um, But just trying to figure out how much time do we give ourselves?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I would definitely still be putting money towards paying off your house, just like Jade said. And then when you guys get to the point that you're like, hey, we're going to move for schools, you start looking. And then when you sell your house, all that equity can roll down into a down payment. And you may have to still take out a small mortgage, um, especially if your house isn't paid off where you guys currently are, which it probably won't be. Um, but yeah, that yeah. that that's what I would do. Just like Jade said, it's kind of a forced yeah. savings. You're not
2: losing anything by doing that.
0: Do awesome.
7: You see that? So what? It, yeah. What it, so it, so I guess that I, that was really our our biggest thing was is it when we do decide to move, it's going to be is it worth five thousand dollars a year to make the move and you know get into a new mortgage versus just paying the five thousand dollars a year.
2: What's the $5,000 a year? Am I missing that? It's to pay for the
4: the kids going out of district. I see. So here's the question. You already answered one one part of this, is the school system's better where your wife teaches, and that's better for the kids, presumably. Yes? You check that box? Yes. All right. So the question is, if the school system that your wife teaches in that you want to send the kids to was in the same place your house was, would you be moving houses? Uh,
7: Yeah. I mean, You would? We we would. Yeah. Well, so, well, no, if we were, if meaning we were you'd stay in the house. Currently.
4: Yeah. So which is more important to you staying in the house that you're in now that it's paid off or it will be paid off or, uh, saving the $5,000 living in a different house, but the kids are in their district. Cause I think that becomes the ultimate question yeah. for me. I'd pay the 5,000 a year if I really love the house.
0: Yeah. That's Because a good point, now I Ken. get
4: the best of both worlds. So what, what's important to you? What's the most important, the house or the kids in the school district?
7: Gotcha. Yeah, no, I think for us, it'd probably be the house just because we're, we're, the only reason we moved into this house was just because we had, it we, we used USDA and didn't have any down. And at the time, we know, and now we, we know it's not really smart. But so here's we, the deal.
4: That's a line item for you now, right? When the kids are in yeah. school, the $5,000, that's your line item.
0: And it'll be twenty five hundred at first, right? For yeah, one kid, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it'll yeah,
4: be twenty five hundred for
0: years. I mean, we're all here. We're all parents here. Ken, you have older kids than us, but also, Kyle, my kids—they're they're in public school. And I will say, one of the gifts of it that we have found is that all the kids are zoned for that school for our elementary school, for the middle school, and high school in surrounding areas. So mm-hmm. all my kids' friends all live in the neighborhood next to us, and all of it. So there's like a community that's mm-hmm. built. So I could see mm-hmm. you guys when they enter you know, maybe late elementary school yeah. to be like, gosh, we want to be part of this community. And at that point, that's another value that it's we very, want
4: very good point.
0: to add. And yeah. so then we do want to move for that reason. So even mm-hmm. your reasons for, for, you know, maybe you're good to stay in the house you're in until they're in second grade, third grade. Then maybe, maybe not always, maybe you guys feel like, oh my gosh, we want to be part of that community because your kids are in private school. So their friends would be scattered they, everywhere. I can, they are, right?
4: but... Uh, they're in private schools close by, and you wouldn't believe how many kids they went to public school with in elementary school and middle school. And they've. St-
0: okay. So, together, so. I,
4: so Rachel makes a very good point. Very good point on this. Real quick question it, it, Are the neighborhoods better? I know the school system is better. It makes me believe that maybe the neighborhoods are better in this other area. Is that true or false?
7: Oh, yeah, absolutely. All
4: right. So you can look this up, Google this. I won't eat up any time on this, but there is actual data out there. And it's why we moved into the neighborhood that Stacey and I moved into years ago. And it was a bit of a stretch for us. We sacrificed in other areas to be able to do it. Uh, but there's data out there that the, the nicer the neighborhood, the wealthier the people, more successful people, and that ends up really helping your kids' long-term relationships they are around other successful families. There's something to that. It's not a guarantee. It's not a silver bullet. Don't read too much into that. But there's something to be said, not just from what Rachel said from a community standpoint, but also the relationships and how it bodes for their future. You, they become good friends with good families. Uh, that, that really helps long-term in their career. They've, they've mapped this stuff out. So I would think about that as well
7: absolutely yeah and our and our church is, is on that side of town as well so we getting closer to everything is really the goal mm. and that's kind of where, where, where we're going to be well i would play. go there
4: but paying the house off like yeah. jade said still the right play absolutely gives you more ready. options sounds like you're heading oh. in that direction at some point
0: yeah maybe if over years kyle it'll probably be a longer term decision for you guys nothing you'll do in the next year or two but yeah, um you know. but yeah i think it's a great goal to have and and again not to keep on this point, but that's how Winston and I were. When our daughter started kindergarten, we knew where we were. We had five years to say, "Okay, we're, we our goal was to be in this part of the county, all of it." And we started saving, and that was our five year goal. And we made it happen, which is awesome. So, again, I think having those goals for your family, Kyle, is is huge. And all of you listening and watching that too, just be you think about yourself. It's not just the money piece, which is important. We want to be wise about that. But the holistic view of you and your family unit too, I think, is is huge. So, mm-hmm. thanks for the call, Kyle. Thank you, Ken, for joining us.
4: Yes, always take off. Always a pleasure. Let you, got you two busy do your thing. things that's to that's do. It.
0: Ken, keeping the world afloat. We appreciate.
4: By the way, buy Rachel's new book. I'm glad for what I have, and money's not a math problem. By Jade Warshaw. Buy their books. Ansiesolutions.com. Kind of Go now. Thanks so Ken. kind,
0: Ken. We'll be back. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I am Rachel Cruz, hosting this hour with Jade Warshaw. Give us a call at 888-825-5225. It's a free call anywhere in the country. And I always feel like Jade, the... uh... The week the week of Thanksgiving obviously brings a lot of gratitude and also a lot of shopping. That's right Black Friday uh, is a real shopping day and I think it really can be to your advantage if you don't get taken you know carried away with it right. to find some deals for Christmas. I know I have some Amazon alerts. Uh, that are going to be hitting um, yep, for some gifts. So you can take advantage of that. And also, if you go to RamseySolutions.com slash store, our Black Friday sale is going on. So we have great gifts, meaningful gifts for your friends and family as low as $8. There's audio gift cards for as low as $8. Love Best-selling it. books like Know Yourself, Know Your Money, uh, my book the to- and then dave's book the total money makeover baby steps millionaires own your past change your future by dr john deloney as low as ten dollars wow and financial peace university is the lowest price of the year at 59.99 my wallets are out actually we have a uh, a, a color and camel brown black and champagne Ooh. that are going on sale just for this week specifically so so many people ask about my wallets and if they go on sale they usually don't but we're doing it for Black Friday so make sure to check that out so go to RamseySolutions.com slash store and you can pick up also jade pre-sale of jade's new quick read money's not a math problem so again lots of stuff going on here at ramsey solutions we are here in the festivities of black friday so take advantage of these deals get some great meaningful gifts again for your friends and family Ramseysolutions.com slash store up next we have alex in houston texas hey alex welcome to the show
3: hey good afternoon how are y'all
0: we're doing great how can we help
3: all right. So, um, two forms of debt. Um, unfortunately I do have a, um, car, car note, a, um, student loan and, um, here are the numbers. So basically I make uh, 40 or excuse me, 52 gross, which is 41, seven net. Um, at the moment I've uh, been saving and I actually have $18,000, um, saved up. Oh, good for you. Um, Yes, I know. I've been trying to save them as much as possible. So my question is, okay, do I, I know this is kind of a big deal, but like, do I knock out the car if I have seventeen nine dollars left? Um, do I knock out the student loans?
2: What do you have in the student um,
3: basically, loans? Basically, uh, 12000
0: you know, I would probably go ahead. Well, we teach the debt snowball where it's your your lowest amount. So honestly, Alex, I would go ahead and just knock out the student loan debt, get rid of that. And then if you have your emergency fund of $1,000 or starter emergency fund, you're going to bring that 18 again, all the way down to a thousand. So you'll throw seven, you'll throw 12 at the student loan, get it paid off. You'll have 5,000 left, which is awesome, which means you'll only have, you know, I guess a close to twelve, thirteen thousand. 13,000. Left to knock out on the car, so I would go ahead and just get the student loan done, and then start chipping away at the car next.
3: Okay, so I also have Kelly Blue booked it, and it I could sell and get it for, like I could sell thirteen get 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 thirteen out of it. So, does that play into it at all, or like?
0: You could sell the car for what?
3: Uh, sorry, I could sell the. I have Kelly Blue booked it, and I uh-huh. can sell it for um, thirteen three.
0: 13,000. No, I wouldn't but, because you're still underwater. Yeah. Yeah. I would keep the car because okay. it's not, it's not an extreme amount. Um, well you're kind of, yeah. If you didn't
2: have this 18 K saved, it would look a lot different, but with that money, yeah, you're going to be out of this in no time to, you know, oh, cool. Very quickly.
3: All right. So then knock out student loans and then throw the 5,000 at the car payment and then just have that 1,000 saved up. Right. That's yep. what said. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. That's exactly what we would do. That's great, Alex. I'm really, I'm, yeah. And just the, and what's, what I love about the idea of just the debt snowball and working this plan is that even though you saved 18,000, which is incredible, um, you know, I don't know if you had a goal you were saving for, but the idea, you know, a lot of people are just like, I just know I need to put savings away. And it's kind of this like nebulous idea. Yeah. And so there's something about having that more focused goal of looking at the car and saying, you know, what did we, what did we say? You know, you have like 13,000 yeah. left on it. And to be like, okay, 13000 that's my next goal. And there's like an actual number to it. Mm-hmm. There's something really motivating about that, Alex. And I would encourage you, you know, if you can bring in an extra $1,000 a month in side hustles, $800. Heck yeah. Work a couple nights, maybe some weekends and just pick up some for a short period of time, you could throw a lot at that $13,000 and get it knocked out really quickly. So again, this idea of um, putting money towards that by upping some income, cutting expenses. Uh I think at your rate Alex you're you're going to do awesome. So yeah, get I I'd have that student loan paid off by dinner tonight, Jay. Oh, come on now. Get it out. Love get it. Out. All right, up next we have Heidi in Houston, Texas. Hey Heidi, welcome to the show.
6: Hi, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. How can Hi. we help? Yeah, so my husband and I recently started listening to your podcast, and we are looking at our first house and had some questions. Um, So we're currently debt-free, and we've been saving for a down payment, and we've been house hunting for a few years and finally found a house that we both really love. Um, And we were actually thinking about putting an offer on it today. Um, We've been looking at our budget a lot and talking about it a lot and looking at the money that we would need up front. And we had a question about the recommendation that you have for the house payment to be under 25% of your take-home pay. Specifically, uh, we're wondering if you include taxes and insurance, um, within that 25% or just the principal and interest? Um, and then kind of tagging off of that also, would you include the 15% that you're, of your household income that you're supposed to invest in retirement um, before
0: you take the 25% of your take-home pay or would that be? Yeah, yeah. it's great questions, Heidi. Mm-hmm. Great questions. So so no, you would, you would include that 15%. You would just look at your entire take-home pay that hits that hits your account that and that would include investing right I Mm -hmm. mean like it it would be that entire number so you would not exclude 15 percent and then look at that amount as your 25 percent um no you would look at your entire take-home pay so that is I guess the good news and then Mm -hmm. the bad news is yes we do include taxes Taxes. and insurance in that 25 percent yeah and
2: not to be okay I kind of want to add something else to it have you guys picked a house yet like, do you kind of know uh, this is what we're thinking of?
6: Yeah, so we actually, um, we were thinking about putting an offer on a specific house today, actually, that um, they're, um, we're pretty confident that we'd be able to get. We were going to make the offer in a couple hours here. Yeah, um, that's exciting. But yeah, we do have a specific house in mind uh, with like a specific uh, price and everything. Mm-hmm. So Good,
2: good. I always just, I, I always tell people the first time Sam and I bought a house, I was shook by really the cost because I was like, we've got our down payment. That's it. That's all we need. And then, Heidi, I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's the down payment. And when we had to put the offer and yeah. they were like, what's your earnest money that you're going to put down? And I was like, earnest money? What's that? And then they were like, then there's closing costs. And some of those you have to pay out of pocket. I'm like, closing costs? And then there was the inspection and the uh, appraisal. And there are all these things that I was like, I... I just didn't know. And luckily, we had extra money set aside. But I always like to tell people, hey, be prepared. I always say when you go to buy a house, come in with a stacked deck. And I say down payment for D, earnest money for E, closing costs for C. And then the K, I say consider yeah. <laughs> <other> things such <laughs> yeah. as inspection, all those things, appraisals. So just know going in. So-
6: Go so ahead. I actually have created a very large spreadsheet and included all of those Good things. Go, um, Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> I've, included, I've included all of those things, down payment, closing costs, prepaid costs, inspection. Let's go. Um, the rent to get out of our apartment in the next few months, um, moving expenses. Um, my husband actually has a 401k that we're trying to, um, convert to Roth from a previous job, and we'd like to do that this year since we're in a lower income um, tax bracket this year. So I've included that. Oh I, gosh, I, could, Heidi, I tried to include everything I can think
0: of, but um, amazing, well done, Heidi, well done. Wow. I mean that's that's incredible. I mean, that's you a planner guys, right there. Yes, <laughs> and the diligence of it. I I'm so excited for you guys. I really am. I think you you have your you focus. You said you're a new listener, but you are doing all the right things and being so wise with a purchase like a house because it's the largest purchase and we want it to be a blessing and not a curse so we're excited for you Heidi I hope hope all the numbers work out and you guys get the house that you want thanks Jade for being a great co-host thanks to everyone in the booth and thank you America for listening this is The Ramsey Show